Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There is a very intriguing and huge football game Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. Your 5-4 and four Eagles host the 8-1 and one New England Patriots. The Hall of Famer from WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia, Ray Dittinger, is here to preview the game. Ray, good morning. Let's start with some of the news of the week. Alshon Jeffries got an ankle injury. He hasn't practiced all week. That is not a good sign for Sunday in terms of his status. What does this do to a wide receiver core that already has grossly underperformed this season? Well, you pretty well described it, Dave. Uh, it, it weakens it, obviously. Um, you know, Alshon Jeffrey is not having what you'd consider a really great year. Even he would tell you that. Uh, but you'd rather have him than not. Um, but I, I will tell you that I, I kind of think that the way the Eagles have to play this game, they got to run the ball anyway. You know, and um, the strength of the, the strength of the Patriots' defense is their secondary, which is really good, really good. Uh, I mean, Stephon Gilmore is is the best cornerback in football, but the other the other corner, Jones, is equally good. Uh, and McCourty is, is as good a safety as there is. I mean, they are very good in the secondary. And, you know, their matchups against all of the Eagles receivers certainly favor the Patriots. So if you're Doug Peterson, you don't want to be throwing the ball 40, 45 times anyway. You know, the Baltimore Ravens kind of gave you the blueprint on how to attack this New England defense, and that's attack them on the ground. They've got weakness up there. Uh, and the Eagles have shown now in the last few weeks that their offensive line is playing really well, uh, and they've got two two backs that are running the ball really well. And if I I don't know what Doug's got on his on his blueprint right now, but if if it were me, I'd be coming out planning to run the ball anyway because if you can do that, you can control the ball, you can lessen the chance of turnovers, and shorten the game and minimize Tom Brady's possessions. And those are all the things you got to do to beat the Patriots. I, I agree with you 100% on the running game aspect, right? Totally agree. We'll get to that a little bit shortly. But um, as far as the wide receivers are concerned, no Alshon potentially will mean more Jordan Matthews in his first game back, maybe more J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who's had an issue getting on the field. Uh, you know, it could lead to a larger role for Mac Hollins, who was in the news earlier this week because of what his wide receivers coach said, Carson Walsh. Uh, he said that Hollins has graded well this year. Do you agree with that? No. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, coaches sometimes when they're asked questions about their players, they'll go, they'll go to great lengths to protect them. Uh, and I think that's what uh, that's what he was doing in this case. No, it's 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 impossible to try and say that a wide receiver has been a big contributor when he hasn't caught a pass in a month and a half. So, <laughs> no, that's uh, that that was. I mean, that was just that was just silly on its face. I mean, I I don't, I don't think anybody really took that seriously. Um, they've they've got an issue at, at, at receiver, and that's one of the reasons why throughout this year there have been people that have been saying, oh, you know, Carson Wentz isn't having a particularly great year. And you look at his numbers, he's in the middle of the pack in quarterback rating and yada, yada. But, you know, my answer has always been, who's he throwing to? You know, I mean, it's, I mean they've had a kind of, they've got the two tight ends that are working for them, and Sanders has become a factor out of the backfield. But you can't be a quarterback in this league and put up great numbers if your wide receivers aren't helping you. And they haven't helped him at all this year. So adding Jordan Matthews, even though he's coming in off the street in midseason, is, he probably will because – he knows Wentz. Wentz certainly knows him. And, you know, unlike Golden Tate, who came in at midseason last year, there's there's already chemistry that exists between Matthews and Wentz. So I think right out of the box, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to get targeted a lot in this game. 
But again, I think this game is going to be more about running the ball and throwing it. Yep, yep. And in terms of that in that run game, that's obviously a huge key to an Eagles win. How do you what what matchups are you looking at this weekend with this Sunday in terms of trying to get that run game going, keeping the ball out of Tom Brady's hands, keeping the ball away from those talented defensive backs in New England. What matchups are you looking at this weekend? Yeah, I'm just looking at the Eagles' offensive line and uh, the way they're playing right now. I mean, they're playing really well. Um, I'm not sure there's a, an offensive guard in football playing better than Brandon Brooks is this year. and it's, it's amazing that he's come back from the Achilles tear uh, as quickly as he did and played as well as he has. I mean, he just got... He just got the big contract. He's now the highest-paid guard in the National Football League, and you know what? He is. I mean, he's he's earned it. He deserves it. I mean, he's playing that well. Uh, and Lane Johnson, you know, had a really bad game in Dallas, but he's bounced back now. And the whole line is playing really good. And the the key to running the ball against against the Patriots, I think, is controlling Dunta Hightower. I mean, he's he's a middle linebacker. He's a guy that kind of controls everything. Uh, and for a big man, he's got real speed. I mean, he can. Uh, he's a big thumper, but he can run sideline to sideline, and you kind of have to account for him. You have to kind of get somebody, one of your, one of those linemen, up to the second level and get in his way, or uh, or he can be a or, or he can be a real problem. You know, the Ravens had tremendous success running the ball against the Patriots. I mean, they ran the ball extremely well, but the Ravens are a whole different sort of animal because they have Lamar Jackson at quarterback, and there's no other quarterback in the league that can do the things that he does. So they're, they pose a whole different kind of challenge. But Carson Wentz is, he, I mean, he can run too. Uh, and he can get outside the pocket and he can make some plays on the edges, which is one of the things that they're going to have to do in this game. I, I mean, I don't, think that, I don't know that you're going to roll out the Philly special again. I don't know that you're going to catch him by surprise twice in a row. But they're going to have to do some creative and inventive things because one of the keys to beating the Patriots, both, and this is on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, is you have to come up with some new things, and you have to come up with some things that they haven't seen before because with two weeks to prepare, I guarantee they'll have studied everything you've done to this point. And they, and they probably have, and they're going to try to take away the best player on both sides. Switching to the other side of the ball, Ray, Eagles defending against the Patriots. What do they have to do there? Who stands out to you other than, obviously, Tom Brady and Julian Edelman? Who stands out to you on that New England offense? Mohamed Sanu. Uh, that was a really good pickup for him. I know there are a lot of people that said, wow, he gave up a second-round draft choice for Mohamed Sanu. Um, I will tell you, he was worth it. I mean, he's, he's not a guy that puts up enormous numbers and hasn't, but he's a really good player, and he's a perfect fit for the New England offense. Uh, I mean, it, and you saw it in their last game when they played the Ravens. I mean, that was a bad day for the Patriots, but you saw how quickly Sanu was able to contribute. Brady targeted him 14 times in that game, and that's only his second game as a Patriot. So, Brady's throwing the ball to him 14 times in his second game. I guarantee he's going to be throwing it to him at least that many times in his third game. Uh, and he is really good. He's a real quick, underneath, work-the-middle-of-the-field kind of receiver uh, who complements Edelman extremely well. And then they have James White, who's a real factor as a receiver out of the backfield. And that's, that's their game right there. Uh, they don't throw the deep ball. They don't really have a big deep ball receiver. You know, Brady just cuts you up underneath. He just, you know, completes those six, seven, eight, nine-yard passes, moves the chains, and that's their offense. Uh, they don't run the ball very well. Um, Sony Michelle, who played really well last year as a rookie, is struggling. I mean, he's just barely averaging over three yards a carry. And the offensive line just isn't very good. I mean, they've got a couple of injuries. They've got a couple backups playing. And a couple of the other starters just aren't playing very well. And as a result, A, they can't run the ball at all. And number two, they don't protect Brady all that well. I mean, one of the reasons his stats are kind of down this year 
is that he's throwing the ball away uh, under because he's under pressure more than I've ever seen him. Uh, that's why his completion percentage is so low. He's he's throwing the ball away to t- to avoid the big hits. I mean, he's only been sacked 15 times, which doesn't seem like a lot, but there's been a lot more pressure than that. And that's defensively, that's what the Eagles are going to have to do. I think they'll shut down the run pretty easily. But the, the big key to this is obviously going to be whatever it is whenever you play Tom Brady is you've got to get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, he's the best quarterback that's ever played, but the way to beat him is get pressure on him. The New York Giants proved that twice in the Super Bowl. And, and, and the Eagles with that final play with uh, Brandon Graham late in the fourth quarter in Super Bowl 52 proved to be a key play as well. Sure. All right, Ray, uh, this is the key moment. You were one point off. From last uh, two weeks ago's prediction, you were one point off. You were one point off from being 100% correct. Yeah, and it wasn't my fault. Jake Elliott missed the PAT. <laughs> You're if, right. If Jake Elliott kicks a PAT, I'm right, on the, I'm right on the money. You're right. You're right. It is Jake Elliott's fault. What is your prediction for Sunday afternoon, late Sunday afternoon at Lincoln Financial Field? Well, I, I, I mean, certainly all the statistics and all the numbers point you towards the Patriots. They... Uh, you know they they win all the time and they're eight and one and they're on a roll and you know Tom Brady's won more games than any quarterback in NFL history and this Bill Belichick wins it'll clinch his 19th consecutive winning season and on and on and on. Um, having said all that, uh, and they're favored for they're favored for a very good reason. They're that good, but I don't know. I I just I just think the Eagles can pull this off. I mean there there's a there's a there's a formula out there that you can see, and it's just a matter of whether Doug Peterson implements it, in my view. If they come out and they, and they play and they get, take a real physical approach on offense and they come out and they run the ball and they make those really good defensive backs come up and tackle as opposed to play defense, pass defense, which is what they want to do, you come out, you get physical with this team the way the Ravens did, you run the ball, you control the line of scrimmage, don't throw it too much, don't put yourself in a position where you could risk turning it over because the Patriots love that. They've got 19 takeaways already this year. If you take it, it's almost it's almost a minimalist kind of game. Just shrink the game plan, get physical, win the battle at the line of scrimmage, control the clock, limit Brady's possessions. And I know this is quite a laundry list, but it can all be done. If they can do that, plus what I think is going to be a significant home field advantage, I'm going out on a limb here and probably against popular opinion, but I'm picking the Eagles to win this game. I'm saying 27-24. Ray is going 27-24 Eagles. Wow, that's going to make a lot of people happy, and it will make a lot of people really happy if it comes true. Ray, I'd be remiss if I did not ask you about the big news overall in the NFL right now, and it deals with the Thursday night football game, a very scary situation. Miles Garrett of the Browns, late in a 21-7 win over the Steelers, ripped off the helmet of Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph and hit him in the head with that helmet. What was your reaction? Have you ever seen something like that before? Um, I've, I've seen, I remember in a playoff game years ago that uh, Lyle Alzado, the late Lyle Alzado, ripped the helmet off a New York Jet lineman named Chris Ward, ripped his helmet off and swung it at him. Now, he didn't hit him with it, not like last night, but he ripped the helmet off and actually tried to hit him with it, um, which is pretty awful. But what you saw last night was, Ooh, boy, that was really scary. Uh, and, uh, you know, Miles Garrett's a really good player. I mean, he was the first overall pick in the draft a couple of years ago, and he's a really good player. And he plays the game hard, but he's not, he's not, um, he's not a Vontez Perfect. I mean, he's not a guy that has a long laundry list or history of doing these kinds of things. I mean, he just lost his, he just lost his head. But, um, I mean, he did it on, a, on national television, on a primetime game, and the whole world saw it. And so he's, I mean, he's facing severe discipline here, and he should. 
He should. I mean, there's no place in the game for that. And uh, even you know, even Baker Mayfield, his own quarterback, came out after the game and said, "No, we can't have that." And uh, it's impossible to defend, even if you go to the point where he just lost his head, and that's not him. Well, you can't. You just can't do that. So. There's going to be, obviously, an enormous fine here, and I think a lengthy suspension, and there should be. I mean, if the NFL was really committed to trying to make this a safer game and uh, lessen, and make it a safer game for the players and lessen the chance of injury and talk about blows to the head, my goodness, I mean, this is the most egregious possible offense. So, yeah, I think the, I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be without, I think Cleveland Browns are going to be without Miles Garrett for a while. Well said, Ray. Well said. Well, thank you for the time, as always. Uh, and we will recap Eagles-Patriots Monday morning. I look forward to it, David. Same here, Ray. Have a great weekend. Hall of Famer Ray Dininger of WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.